Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Hey, welcome to our show that's for you. Those of you that work so hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now. So you can live that life that you love doing what you love with those you love. But most importantly, it's about living a life of purpose because as you're blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of others. And that is what it means to be a rippler. And thank you for allowing me to create a ripple effect through you. Thank you for tuning in. You've been binging on these episodes. You've been sharing with others. And man, I just got to tell you, I appreciate so many of you reaching out to us and saying, Chris, how do we create this passive income now? How do we actually apply this and do it? Man, there's been so many of you that have been using our passive income calculator on moneyripples.com and giving it amazing results. Uh, some of you get small results and that's fine, but uh, it just drives the point of how and why we're doing what we're doing is that we're here to help you. So again, appreciate you guys not just listening and tuning in, but actually doing something about it too. So again, always remind you, Go to moneyripples.com, check out some information, including great videos on, uh, you know, on infinite banking, on, on these topics, and many, many more. So check that out. Hey, guys. Have you wanted to invest in real estate? How would it be if you could do that with just $100 and get good, consistent returns? Well, that's exactly what our friends at Pre-REO does, where they buy these properties in bulk and at discount, be able to turn around and sell them or, and or rent them to create profits. And they do this in the crowdsourcing all your monies together. And as a result, pay you a consistent 7% return on your money paid monthly. And on top of that, guys, you even get some liquidity options too. So even though you can have your money in there for years, you're allowed to be able to access that money sooner if you needed to. So if you're interested in being able to invest in real estate with just $100 or more, whether you're accredited or not, go ahead and reach out to our friends at www.prereo.com forward slash money ripples. That's preareo.com forward slash money ripples. Check them out. All right. So today I'm going to talk about why you're in danger of losing your retirement. Uh, and I'm especially talking to you that are still in the stock market right now. Now, preface this, I am not giving any advice to sell off stocks, sell off your mutual funds or anything like that. I'm more providing a warning voice of something and just really that I've been providing a warning voice for several months now. Uh, now, this is always hard to record because when I record these a week or two in advance, uh, things can happen, right? And, and I don't pretend to be a prophet of any sorts that I can predict anything that's going to happen in the financial markets. But I can tell you that odds are definitely not in your favor. If this were the Hunger Games, being in the stock market means you are the first one dead, okay? Um, you really, if you have 13 up years in a row with the stock market from 2009, 10, 11, 12, all the way up through 2021, that's 13 years of up years in the stock market. Unprecedented, as, as we've heard that term used many times over the last few years especially, that has been happening. And what happens is that I want to really talk about the psychological nature that you want to do what I call as beware of the bear, right? Now, 
A bear market, for those of you who don't know, a bear market means when the stock market goes down, when you start having a downward trending market, usually goes for at least a few years. There's bullish markets. That's what we saw for the last 13 years where it goes up. Bulls go up, bears go down. That's why we have the Wall Street bull because they want it to always go up. And they're always going to tell you to keep buying because they're always bullish no matter what's going on in the marketplace. Um, this is true even when I was a financial advisor. There was never a bad time to buy because even if the market went down, they would say, dollar cost average, meaning just keep buying it while it's going on sale. Um, this is like saying, hey, you know what? Prices go up or down. I don't care. Just keep buying. And you know, you might think there's some logic to that, but the truth is, is that if you knew prices were going to go down, right? If you knew you'd go in the grocery store and that this week, the price of say that, uh, you know, the price of, of uh, chicken, right? The price of chicken is going to be 20 bucks for so many pounds of chicken. But you knew that next week, if, if you knew it goes on sale, you're going to wait because you know the price of chicken might go down to 15 bucks. Maybe it'll go down to 10 bucks because there's that special coupon you got. If that's the case, are you going to buy chicken this week? Or are you going to find a way to kind of delay it and wait till later? Now, the problem is, and this is what everybody will tell you, is that you're not smart enough to time the market. And to some level, it's true. None of us know. But I would challenge you, it's not just you. It's everybody. Nobody is really that perfect at timing the market. We know what trends might do or might not do. We might be able to say, hey, now the odds are in our favor that it'll go up, or maybe the odds are in our favor will go down. But we never really know how or how much, even with market analysis, even if you're doing what they call technical analysis, where you study stock charts and things like that, even then, you still have a pretty big margin of error. And I'm coming from a person who had experience because I might sound like I'm anti-stock market now, but remember, I, I was I used to be a stock coach. I used to teach people how to trade stocks and options. I used to be pretty good at helping people be able to predict and minimize their risk by minimizing their losses while maximizing their gains. I did that for several years. So I understand when people think they can predict and be able to call the market. But if you're any kind of seasoned stock trader in the market, and I know almost all of you listening to this are not even stock traders, right? But even the seasoned stock traders know you're going to be wrong. That's why you have to minimize your risks and minimize your losses. That's why we have things like stop losses and things in place to, to make sure that if it hits a certain number, we sell no matter what, right? We have to sell at a certain price. Otherwise, emotions take over. And I learned this even doing stock trading myself is that as the market went down or as a stock price went down, the psychological tendency is, wait, I don't want to lose money, right? We just have this natural subconscious tendency to not want to lose anything. Heck, we even have FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. There's always FOMO. We don't want to lose on an opportunity. We don't want to lose something. So what happens is that as stocks go down, and this happens time and time again, this has happened in the last couple recessions that I've been a part of, whether it's Y2K, whether it was the Great Recession, and now even moving to what's, we're moving to a new recession right now. And yes, I do believe we're moving to a new recession that will hit by the end of 2022 or early 2023. But we're moving into something different. And as a result, we're seeing the stock market change too. But every time we move to a recession, every time the stock market dropped, people would always say this to me. They would say, Chris, I don't want to lose money. So I'm just going to hold on. Besides, I might even want to buy the dip. As many people will say, they'll try to tell you, buy the dip. Uh, just so you know, a dip is not dropping 5%. That's not buying the dip. Buying the dip means you're, you're buying when it's dropping like 30, 40 plus percent. That's buying the dip. 
Uh, my wife did a good example of this. She actually just had a memory come up in Facebook recently where she said several years ago, she sold off her stocks and tripled her money because she bought at the low of 2009. She just felt like that was the low. She bought in and then pulled her money out about 2017. Now, some might say in hindsight, she was dumb, but the truth is she made more money than people that came in late to the game. You know, uh, she did really, really well. And she was able to take that money and use it somewhere else to make more money with that too. And that's, and that's the problem, guys, is that, again, unless you have this magic crystal ball or unless you're my wife and you have Jedi powers, you're going to have a pretty hard time guessing market timings. And so as a result, what do they tell you to do? Keep buying. Never stop. Buy no matter what. Here's the problem with this is that if you want financial freedom, you cannot guarantee that you're going to have your money there at the time you really need it. I mean, can you really say, hey, I want to retire in 10 years. I'm, I'm pretty positive the market's going to be up 267%. You can't say that. I can't say that. No one can. No one knows. It could be better. It could be worse. I, I can tell you from my own personal experience, my dad, and right, right before Y2K hit, he thought, you know, if things keep up, I'll be able to retire. I'll be able to stop working in the, in the early to mid-2000s. He thought, man, that'd be awesome. I'd be in my 50s. This is great. Keep going, stock market. And this is our tendency. We tend to project whatever the present is, whatever we've seen happen, we tend to think it's always going to be that way. We think that the stock market will always go up. But in truth, if you've been around long enough and you have a good memory and you're honest with yourself, you would say, oh my goodness, we are so overdue for a correction. This is a problem. And here's the problem, guys. They will never tell you that everybody's telling you still to buy. The funny thing is I've even just seen news today where there's been analysts saying, what are you talking about? The market went down. They're giving excuses why the market went down for things that already happened. You know, Fed notes and what Jerome Powell said in the last meeting. Everybody already knew what he said. When they say things going on with Russia or Ukraine or the things going on in China, these things have been the same for weeks, months. Nothing's changed. So when they say, hey, the stock's dropped 2% today because of this news, no, it didn't. That's exactly what traders, and now most of the trading is done by artificial intelligence. It's all finding little triggering keywords to either buy or sell. Most of it's out of people's hands anyways, including your hands. Do you really want your financial freedom to be left up to someone else? Because that's what you're doing. If you're still in the stock market today, you're still gambling, hoping that somebody will do it. And just so you know, if you're in the stock market, no matter what kind of things you do, whether you're just letting the money sit there and grow, or you're actively trying to buy and sell stocks and options, you're really not an investor. You're a gambler. You might be a saver if you're putting your money into those 401ks or IRA plans. Or you're, you might be a gambler if you're just going and trading the markets. And remember, this is coming from a guy who was one. Even someone who minimizes risk, trying to maximize his gains, eventually I got bored of the game. And if it really did work, why have we had people that are professional traders come to us saying, Chris, we need to know how to create passive income. Why would they say that? Because it's not passive. They have, they're tied to their computers. They're stuck. They have a job. You... If you're a passive or more of a saver, you've been saving these plans for years and years, congratulations. You've had over a decade worth of recovery and then growth in the stock market. Remember, the stock market spent many years recovering its losses till it finally, after the mid-teens, finally got to the point to say, yay, now we're higher than it was in Y2K 2000. 
here we are today. We have all-time highs or had all-time highs, I should say. Uh, we had all-time highs at the end of the year, beginning of this year, and then bam. S&P 500, which by the way is influenced very heavily by tech companies like Netflix, like your Amazons, like your Facebooks, your Googles. They're more heavily weighted in those. It's not like an even distribution of how many stocks are in, you know, across the board, 500 companies all evenly done. No, no. It's based heavily on tech companies. So if tech companies fail, you're going to watch yourself lose more money than just general stock market investors. And so if you even say, oh, I got my money in S&P 500, sorry, you're at risk still. You're really not diversified because most of your money is influenced by just a few stocks. This is why they call them the FANG stocks, right? F-A-N-G, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. These are the stocks that manipulate most of the market for better or worse. So here's what we have here. Guys, I've been shouting this warning voice for a long time, and now we've seen it. And they won't tell you it's a bear market. And they again, they won't tell you until it's at least a 20% loss. What would that do to you? I just spoke with somebody just today. I just spoke with someone who has about $1.4 million tied up in mutual funds, all pretty much heavily in the stock market. $1.4 million. Now, if he loses 20%, that's $280,000. Guys, that's over a quarter million dollars that he loses. And when there's a recession, when there's a correction in the market, it's pretty rare. It only goes down 20%. Usually you're seeing, again, at least 25, 30, 40, sometimes 50 plus percent losses before there's a recovery. So again, psychology comes back, just like the traders I used to coach. In fact, I had one trader that his stock started plummeting. He held on for the ride, hoping it would recover and come back because it's got to. He held on so long that he lost 90% of his money in that trade. 90%, not 19, 9-0. 90% of his money was lost because he said, well, I don't want to lose money. He held on as it went down. Eventually, he had to sell. He had to get out, and he was depressed. So depressed, I wasn't sure if he was going to show up for his next week's call because he was distraught. Fortunately for him, he learned a big lesson learned that he was gambling. And I would tell everybody that I had as, as stock students, I coached over 200 of them. Every time they came in, I would tell them, listen, you, if you're doing this kind of strategy, you are a gambler. If you're trying to do anything with the stock market, no matter if it's your choice or not, you're a gambler. Are you okay with that? And 99% of the time they were. A few of them asked for their money back from, uh, from the company I worked with. Um, I'm sure that didn't make the company happy, but I had to tell people the truth is that you are a gambler if you got your money there. If you've got money saved in your 401ks and IRAs right now, and it's all in the stock market, you're still gambling. You're gambling your future, hoping that the stock market will keep doing what it's doing, which is go up. And, I, and it, over time, it, it will go up. But what if that timing is off for you and your timing of when you want to have freedom? Are you going to do like what my dad did and delay retirement 15 years to the point where he, helped, based on health, had to retire? Will you delay it 15 years because the timing was just off because the market came down and you have to wait for that correction. And of course, in the meantime, inflation's taken off, right? We got to be careful. Uh, I just want to give you some history here. Like this is not the first time I've said this. I went back a little bit. Um, if you have been on my email list, uh, if you go to moneyripples.com and you've, you've signed up for the ebook, for example, or you've taken our passive income calculator, you're on the email list. Um, I had an email that went out August 18th of last year, 2021. Uh, the SP 500 was at 4,400. And I said, is the stock market about to take a dive? 
is what I said, because I started to see little signs. I'm like, it's, it looks like he's getting ready for something. Now it still went up. It went up to almost about 4,800. So it still went up almost 10% more from the time I said that to the beginning of the year. Now I sent out a, uh, another, actually I did a, a uh, I actually did a podcast where I talked about, did you recently become a millionaire? This was back on uh, December 8th of 2021. So December 8th, 2021, the market had gone up to 4,701 on that date when I said, Hey, have you recently become a millionaire? The reason I brought that up is because more people have become millionaires because stock prices have gone up, real estate prices have shot up. And as a result, many people didn't realize they are millionaires now. So I said, are you a millionaire? And I talked about some of those stats. And of course I said, is this the time to lock in your gains and take your money out? Remember the S and P 500 was at 4,701. Then I, with my own VIP clients, with our clients that we coach one-on-one, -on -one, you know, people that actually get the, the game plan to get them out of the rat race. You know, I said, you know, February 15th, we had a, we had a meeting and I said, Hey, stock market, it looks like it's pulling back. It's already lost a little bit because it was at 4,800. Now it's at 4,471 as of that date. And I said, guys, this is the time. If you're still there, I can't tell you to sell your stocks because I'm not licensed to tell you to do anything with the stock market, nor I don't know your situation. Right. But I said, this might be the time, you know, and, and we had some clients that actually had individual stocks like in Apple stocks, for example, Facebook or whatever it might be. And so I said, Hey, beware the bear is what I said to my clients on February 15th. Now, as of today, April 26th, the SP just closed at 4175, about 12 to 13% down from its really year to date. So it's already down about 12 plus percent. Think about this. Again, they won't call it a bear market until it's at least 20% lower. So it has to be at least at 20%. And even then, people might try to refuse to say, oh, no, no, it's just, it's going to bounce back, right? They'll try to tell you it's going to bounce back, especially if they have their own money in the game. Or they're trying to say, hey, it's going to bounce back. It's going to be good. They're, they're going to tell you whatever they're going to tell you if their pocketbooks are tied to that kind of advice. Hey, I, whether you put money in the market or not, it doesn't matter to us, right? We don't, we don't base anything off stock market gains or losses. Uh, we don't sell any investments. We don't do any of that kind of stuff. We're just looking at this as what will give you the best chance of success for you to be able to get out of the rat race where you're work optional, where you work because you want to, not because you have to. So I've been calling and banging this drum for a while now. And again, I can't predict the future. No one can. But I'll tell you, seeing the market drop already like it's done for the last now end of April, right? It's been dropping from the beginning of the year till April. Yet no one is really talking a lot about this, are they? Now there's a little chatter about recession, but then there's always the anti-chatter saying, oh, we're not in a recession. This is not a recession. Everything's amazing. Unemployment's at a low, which it is. Uh, money's still flowing through hands. You know, hey, the prices are still going up, which is not always a good thing, as we've found out. Uh, we're still seeing everything looking great. And that's that's what they always say before a recession. Even, <laughs> even our little U.S. secretary, right? Uh, she even came out and said recently, uh, here recently from this podcast saying, hey, things are fine. We're not in a recession. That's exactly what the, what the Fed said. The Federal Reserve said that January 2008. And then had to come back on their word later saying, okay, we've been in a recession for a while. Remember, if politicians or Fed say something, pretty much believe about the opposite. They'll say whatever they have to say to keep people calm and really docile. 
really, I mean, just keep your brain dead like zombies. Think about it. I mean, they've, they even said just over a year ago, the feds were saying, Hey, this inflation we're seeing is, is trans transitory, right? It's transitory. It's not real. It's just temporary. It'll go right back to our two, two and a half percent inflation soon. Now what are the feds saying publicly out loud? They're saying, no, this is not transitory. In fact, this could take at least a couple of years to repair. And the likelihood is it's going to take even longer than that to get it back down to what they want, what they call to two and a half percent inflation. Think about this, guys. Are the Fed, the Federal Reserve, right? These guys are a bunch of bankers, economists, people that should be the experts. And they're saying, oh, no, 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 that's transitory. No, no, we're not going to recession right when we're on the cusp or really entering a recession. They're saying this stuff. Either one, they're the dumbest people in the world, even dumber than you and I are. Um, or two, which I think is much more likely. I don't think they're that dumb. Two is they have their own agenda and they're trying to keep you really just at ease, you know, to keep you trusting that everything's going to be all as well. It's not well. <laughs> the stock market will be going down at one point or another. It has to. It has to correct even just to get back to normal. And it's way beyond normal. 14, 15% average per year. You think that's normal? Never has that been truly normal. Even right before Y2K hit, people were saying that. I remember when I came on board, they were saying, yeah, we just got done telling people it was 18%. You know, like, hey, what if you got 18% in the stock market? They were quoting that kind of crap in 98 and 99 because things were going crazy. It was bullish right before Y2K and then slam. Everything got crashed. Um, and I was in the middle of it because I watched it happen real time as a brand new financial advisor. I was there. I felt it. I saw the effects on people. I saw people hang on for dear life because they could not stand to lose. Do you really want to wait until you finally say, oh, now I've already lost 20, 25, 30%. Well, I don't want to lose here. Hang on. Do you really want to be that person? Or what if you could just instead? And I'm not saying you do this, right? I'm not recommending you sell your stocks. What I'm saying is, what if you had an alternative? What if you could move that money into other places? And I'm not saying buy crazy overinflated real estate. There are places you can buy real estate where it's not overinflated that nobody talks about in the news. Those are the markets you want to go for. And when people don't talk about it in the news, that's the place to go. When people have talked about stuff in the news, it's too late. You've already missed out on your opportunity. If they say the stocks are amazing, you've already missed it, right? They tell you Tampa, Florida is a place to buy real estate. You already missed it. Right? If they say Phoenix is the hot market, you should buy real estate there. You already missed it. If it's Texas, you've already missed it. Right? You've already came late to the party. They're just telling you what already happened to the party after the music stopped playing. So do not be caught with your pants down trying to go in and gamble in these places. You need real guidance, real experience to ensure you make the right decisions. So again, check your conscience. Check what feels right in your gut. Do you really feel like the stock market is going to keep going crazy like this for the next 13 years? Or do you think this might be time to capture your gains? As we talked about when we talked about stock trading is capture your gains, right? Capture, you know, capture the win, get the win, take out your profits and run is what we would always say. Are you going to take your profits and run and do something that will give you more certain, steady, predictable returns rather than gambling more in markets you can't control? That's my question to you guys. So again, sit with that. See how it feels. If you're nervous about it and you should be, great. Now it's time to do something about it. 
If you need help in that guidance, reach out to us at moneyripples.com. We can see if that you're in the situation to help you out. But the biggest thing is I want to make sure you don't lose money. I don't want you to lose years of your potential financial freedom because you try to hold on just a little bit longer. Guys, you hold on a little bit longer, you might find that you're holding on decades longer. Don't fall into that trap. Do not lose your retirement or your potential retirement that could happen in the next five or 10 years if you play it right. Guys, make it a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll talk to you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.